Hello and welcome Success Grid Nation to this new episode of the Success Grid Podcast. This is episode number 70, Transformation and Alignment. As an entrepreneur with Sonia Mertenfirth, Sonia, she is an entrepreneur, speaker, transformational coach. This episode is going to be amazing because Sonia, I would personally call her the queen of transformation. If you like to achieve your goals in 100 days or less, you need to go and register at the 100 day challenge with Gary Ryan Blair. Go to successgrade.net forward slash 100dc. That is successgrade.net forward slash 100dc. Welcome to Success Grid, the place for sharing entrepreneurial stories, knowledge, and wisdom to educate and inspire you to always strive to raise your standards in your business and your life. With your host, Hussein Talib. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Success Grid podcast with me, Hussein Talib. I have a special guest today, Sonia Morton Firth. She's an entrepreneur, speaker, a transformational coach, and physique athlete. Sonia Morton Firth is the queen of transformation and host of the Sonia Morton Firth Show. Sonia, welcome to the grid. Thank you so much for having me on your show. It's lovely to be with you. I'm, I'm sitting here in London, or standing here in London. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, thank you for saying. Thank you awesome. for having me. Awesome. Welcome here. So... Uh, tell us a little bit about you more, about your childhood, because I hear you were born in uh, Newcastle, I think, right? Oh, I was born in Newcastle. Now, let me tell you something about Newcastle. Uh, are you a fan of Newcastle Football Club? Or? Of course, of course. <laughs> you can't be born from Newcastle and not be a fan of the football <laughs> yeah, club. <it's... laughs> um, but, but actually, Newcastle, and I love Newcastle. You know, I, I was born and bred there in, in the 70s. And I guess that's where my journey begins, of course. Um, and in the 70s in Newcastle, it was quite a difficult place. It was very much uh, a, a place where um, being brought up by a single parent family was difficult. Mm. Um, as well, I was a little bit darker than your average person in Newcastle because my mom's yeah. from South America. Oh, cool. So yeah. I got a lot of bullying in the schoolyard. Now, at that early age, I decided to stand up for myself. And I would be this little feisty girl in the playground, like sticking up for myself and saying, come on, say that again. (laughs) I'm not not condoling violence, but what I think it taught me was to stand up on your own two feet at a very early age and not be a victim. Because so many people in life let life get to them. Yeah, I know what you mean. If... uh... If knife knocks knocks you down, you should get up. You never should stay down. And uh, like in the movie Rocky, if I'm sure you watched Absolutely. Rocky. <laughs> One of my favorite films. You've got to keep getting up, right? Yeah, and it's yeah. each time you get up that you grow stronger. And I think this is this has been it through my life. So I, I grew up in Newcastle, loved it, left, and I was always told I would never amount to much. Um, I, I was I was okay at school, you know. I was I was never a straight A student, and I lived in the light of my brother, who was straight A student, PhD from Cambridge, oh, cool. super intelligent, and I was just okay at school. And I was constantly told you could do better, or you mm. know, stop concentrate, or stop mm. being a rebel, and all of these things. And it was at that stage, my father decided to get me some career counseling. Mm. And I remember very distinctly going to this career counseling in London because he wanted to, 
to, to be somebody, you know, when I, when I grew up. And I was told by these career counsellors, uh, you'll be lucky if you get a degree. You know, you really shouldn't aim too high in life. And these, I, and negative, these negative people. <laughs> these negative people. But actually, you know what? I found a benefit from it. And it's when you look back and you can see that actually there are certain events that change the course of your life. And I think this is one of them. Because by somebody telling me I couldn't do something made me even more determined to go and do it. Mm. And I did it. And a couple of years later, I graduated with distinction um, with a very good degree and started my career in the city of London in the finance world, which is mm, probably good. one of the top paying um, careers that you can go into. Yeah. And I did that for 15 years. And I didn't just do it. I was really good at it. I was a successful, driven career woman in a man's world. And I was literally <laughs> I was literally all around the world setting up businesses for the rating agencies. So my clients, mm. asset managers, were trying to break into various different markets. Mm. And I would go in talking mm. about why they should have their funds analyzed. Oh, okay. Which you know, could sound like a very dry subject. And to be honest, it was. It is finance and this, because banking and finance, it's really, it's more than dry. It's it's like a desert. It's, <laughs> like watching it's, it's like a desert. It's kind of like a desert. Yeah. So you mentioned the people in when you were in college or at the time, you mentioned some people wanted you to increase your productivity, let's say, or your marks or your grades or something like that. But because I, I see actually the, the, the students who are in college that actually, uh, let's say, get the C's, right? The C's students. Yeah. Uh, the, I am a C student, but actually I'm a D, I'm a D student, not a C. <laughs> so, so, but I'll I, say congratulations. <laughs> but you know, uh, I was, I was very good at school, but when I got into university, I didn't really care about studying because it's, it was like, I am going to pass anyways, whether I get uh, four, four GPA or I'm going to get two GPA. So it didn't really matter to me what GPA I would get. This is what the idea in my head, you know, and, <laughs> and I, I did eventually. It, it, I, I look back and think, well, you know, all children now, people are saying, you know, go to university. Now in England, you have to pay for university fees. When I was younger, it was free. It's not free anymore. But really, what what education do you get? And I look at it now and think I would have rather somebody taught me the skills to be an entrepreneur. Now, yeah. some of those skills are very difficult to teach. But I don't, I, th I don't think we can pigeonhole people in a box and say intelligence is this route. It's school, it's, it's university, and then it's a job. Yeah. Why is that the right route? I, I think, right. yeah, That's definitely. It's, I don't know. I think it's, it's okay. And it's not at the same time, I think, because maybe I guess a school, it grew into popularity like a hundred years ago when the fact when the industrial revolution kind of started. They wanted people to know certain skills and they started to teach them and make them learn certain skills. But nowadays, in, the, in this era, now we are in, uh, it's, it's completely different. You can, you can go now online and be your own boss. Of course, it needs time. There is a lot of thing into entrepreneurship and business. It's a complete thing, but 
let's talk about your journey now how you transform your life from corporate to being an entrepreneur and and who's saying sorry just to pick up you're right it's so much easier nowadays to become an entrepreneur we have the internet for example and there is so much more information you've got social media it is very easy to set up but i'll go into more detail about that um during my journey so so basically i, I did 15 years in the finance in the banking industry and you know what it it was good it it, it got me a lot of money and on paper i was very successful but i can tell you i lived for the man i lived for the corporation i yes. slept with my BlackBerry back in the days, it was a BlackBerry, we didn't have iPhones then. And I slept with it by my bedside. And I used to wake up at two in the morning because I used to deal with New York on a regular basis. Mm. And I would be there on my BlackBerry at two in the morning. I remember taking Chris, not taking a Christmas holiday because I was working on a big deal and I worked through Christmas Day. And do you know what? They don't give up. Excuse my friend, they don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, they, don't they, don't, care. Yeah, yeah. they don't care. Nobody cared. And it and it wasn't till the age of um it's like a cliche. I woke up at the age of 40 and thought, wow, what have I got in my life? You know what? I've I've got pretty much anything that I want to buy. Um, you know, I remember walking into a shop in New York and looking around this beautiful clothes shop and thought, wow, I can buy anything in here. I'm not even thinking about the cost of money. But that meant nothing because I was I was I was desperately unfulfilled. I really was. I didn't have a relationship. I didn't have children. Not that that, that was something that I've ever sort of strived for. But I just really thought, my God, is this it for the rest of my life? Am I going to wake up on my deathbed and this is it? This is it for the rest of my life. Me working for somebody else, doing the same job yeah. in and out. Waiting for the weekend. That's all I was doing, praying yeah. for the weekend. Yeah, wow, sucks. the weekend, great. And then yeah. getting to Sunday, because we have weekends here is, is Saturday, Sunday, then getting to Sunday and, and having this thinking feeling of, oh God, it's Monday tomorrow. Yeah, again. I, I and, I, and I'm sure you, you understand. Yeah. Probably a lot of people out there that are watching this thinking, oh my God, I'm not alone. I feel like that too. Well, mm. it got to that point where I thought I've just got to do something about it. And I did. Mm. I resigned. I resigned. I you, you resigned. Uh, just just went there and resigned without even starting your uh, your own venture? Yeah, I did. <laughs> now, I didn't do it in that second. It mm. took months to, to, to get up. You know, am I doing the right thing? Do I do this? Blah, blah, blah. But I, I did it and I didn't have anything else to go to, but I knew I had to do it. And it was at the point where I was very passionate about health and fitness. So I knew I wanted to retrain as a personal trainer. That said, I knew I didn't want to become a personal trainer, but I thought maybe there's a business there. Um, and I was always quite business minded. And I remember people writing in my leaving card at work. Some birds aren't meant to be caged. There's a great entrepreneur waiting to get out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so I did. I, I, I left. And look, I'm, I'm going to tell you now, it wasn't easy, um, especially if you were, being, were in the corporate world as long as I was. I was in, institutionalized. What does that mean? It, it mm. means that it had become my life was my work. My work were my friends. 
everything, my pension, um, my just my surroundings, the routine I'd got into getting up, going to, onto the tube in London and going to work, everything was around my work. So to suddenly take that out and make mm. the transition mm. into being an entrepreneur was very, very, it was, very, it was hard. And the hardest thing was getting my routine together. Mm. And it took a few months of me really trying to figure out what do I want to do next. And anyway, to cut a long story short, I met a business partner. And as I said, my passion was health and fitness. Mm. And we launched a brand of glamorous fitness wear for women. Mm, cool, awesome. And, uh, it, it, was, it was awesome. It was a big challenge. Believe you me, going into the fashion world mm. without any experience and also launching a brand told me taught me so much i mean everything from the marketing side to stock levels um to how to do everything online to managing staff to managing your own hours all of it all came in at once and um two years down the line i was in overwhelm and i'd stressed myself out i got very burnt out i was really working 24 7 (laughs) this Um, is this is what happens when you (laughs) When you are an entrepreneur, basically, it might be easy hours and low hours, like Tim Ferriss says, the four-hour work week, and it might be the 24 hours. <laughs> so yeah, I think I think it takes time. You know, I've read Tim Ferriss's book, and he was mm. a you know somebody that I I on my in my early days looked at. Um, but I think you know if I look back at that, it's um and and it's a great book. But it takes a long time to get to that point. You know, yeah, now yeah. I can say I've got, you know, a four hour, maybe four hour day, but I think you have to earn it's it's difficult at the start and you have to expect that the hours are gonna be long at the start. Yeah. It, you can't just jump into a four hour working week. It doesn't I I'd love it to say I'd love to be able to say that happens, but it, it just doesn't. Mm. And it does take hard work at the beginning, but you also have to really align yourself with what you are doing and this is where I think I've made a mistake and I put all of my money into this venture and that's Mm. another mistake another mistake so actually I left um I I sold my shares to my business partner because I burnt out but at the time at the time I had I did feel a failure but I look back now and realize that was another turning point to my life. I yeah. needed that moment to make another breakthrough. Mm. And I did. And it was at that stage I started my bodybuilding and started competing. Yeah. That's, 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 uh, that's a whole different story because you went from a business that, uh, in, let's say, in the health and beauty or fashion into uh, athletic physique. A whole competition, a whole different world, and uh, you apparently did the great. You look amazing, and you Thank are you. A bi- you are a big fan of fitness, especially uh, maybe for women. I think maybe or uh... yeah, I I I, look, I I I completely believe there is a link between the physical body and the mind, and if you are an, if you're serious about being an entrepreneur. You, you have to be fit and healthy. I mean, you, you just, just look at Steve Jobs. Um, and we all know the story of Steve Jobs. Who wants to be a billionaire and die unhealthy? And, and he was, he died way too young and he died. Uh, and he actually said, you know, in his biography that money doesn't buy you everything. 
Mm. Health has to come first. Mm. And I'm a great advocate in that. If you if you don't have a healthy mind, now I don't mean go out and be a physique athlete, <laughs> you know, you don't have to be that extreme. Yeah. But treat your body with care. Treat yeah. your body like it is. It's a temple. And that goes for everything you nourish it with and you move your body exercise. Yeah. You know, and, and that, that helps the mind. Oh my gosh, more than anything, it really helps the mind. And you know what? The most successful entrepreneurs can govern their mind. Yeah. And the mind governs the body. It's all, it's all linked. I honestly believe you cannot be a fat and healthy, successful entrepreneur. Yeah. I, 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 Jim Ron used to say, I heard some of his talk. He always says that uh, if you neglect your health, you neglect your wealth. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, and that's so so true. And yeah. nothing, nothing replaces health, and it's it's quite simple. It's it's getting some sunlight. I mean, we're not that fortunate in the UK that we have sunlight, but it's taking your vitamin D. Yeah. It's getting it's getting enough rest. And I'm going to say that again for any entrepreneur that's that's watching this. Rest is as important as anything else. Getting mm. enough sleep really helps. But also moving, some sort of exercise every yeah. single day. Get that into That's you. necessary. Exactly. Absolutely. So in, in your journey to your business and your physique and the, all these things, I, I believe they came at the same time, some of them. So and you being a coach, uh, how? what is the thing that you find most important in business what is what is the thing that you focused on mostly i believe and, and, and you know I, i'm now into my second third i've got a, a property business as well you have to be in alignment with your business and if you are just setting up a business for money it's not going to work now people may argue with that and they may say well money's everything Money isn't everything. M money is important, and I'm not saying money isn't important, but align your business with who you truly are. And what do I mean by that? I mean, find your true purpose. We all have a unique gift mm. inside. I honestly believe each one of us is born to do something. And it might take us 10 years, 20 years, a lifetime to discover what that thing is. And look, I've been through several transformations, career woman, health and fitness entrepreneur, fashion brand, bodybuilder, property investor. Now I'm a host of, of, a, of a channel and a podcast, and I'm also a mind and body transformation. So, so it, you can reinvent yourself a hundred million times. It doesn't matter as long yeah. as you keep growing. Uh, yeah, progression uh, is important. Progression not, not, yeah, not, not perfection, progression. But I love that. I love that. I'm saying, no, I love that. Not perfection, <laughs> progression. I'm going to steal that. I'm going to write that one down. I like it. <laughs> um, okay. So, and, and that is honestly the truth. I think the most successful businesses are those that are really aligned with somebody's true purpose. Mm. And, and getting the, and this is, this is fundamentalist too, is, is learning to relax leading a balanced lifestyle now it's very difficult when you're an entrepreneur we've always <laughs> always discussed that when people say oh yeah it's easy to get a balance it's not it's not but you have to make the time make the time for your health absolutely mm. and make the time to relax and, 
when I say relax, I don't mean watching the TV. <laughs> I don't mean that. I mean you're watching Netflix. You're watching Netflix. What I when I mean by relaxing is just take a step back, let the stress go, take a walk. We've got beautiful places in London, full of nature. Go out in nature, meditate. I'm a great believer in meditation to help as well. Because when you've got a busy mind, you're not going to make sensible business. Mm, you you need some time to to try, let's say, to empty some th- certain things, to, and maybe restart like a computer does, and <laughs> delete all the things and uh, start fresh and, and well, build actually, on it. What you just said is very true. We need time to delete a lot of things and restart because the majority of us have got so many limiting beliefs that our business doesn't work because of the lim- limiting self-beliefs that we yeah. have inside us. So exactly what you said, you're saying, sometimes we need to stop, empty the limiting self-beliefs and press restart. Now, mm. that's not as easy as all that. And <laughs> And it takes um, it takes a lot of personal growth, a lot of self inward reflection, yeah. letting go of the, of the stuff of the past, mm. and letting go of those limiting self beliefs that are telling you um, that, that they, they're either telling you you can't do something or you shouldn't do something or whatever it is that, that you know and you know because it's a pattern. It will become mm. a pattern. Identify that pattern quickly, and and, and just take a moment to stop. And really think about where is that coming from? What are the mm. limiting self-beliefs that have got you into this pattern? Yeah. And then let them go. Let them go. Learn from the past and let it go. Don't keep going on. Don't keep yeah. it in the past. Exactly. You have, like we said, it's a progression. Because, for example, when someone starts a business, especially now, it's like we said, it's an online, but you can start online. And easy to go online but at the yeah. same thing there's a lot of things to do online you have like your website for example the social medias which is are now like i don't know how many social media platforms are now like and hundreds so so uh what is what would you say to someone who wants to start a business where should the focus go where should they start exactly well obviously it depends on the business that you've got But I would certainly start on yourself. Mm. Why are you doing this business? Get really clear on your why. And, you know, Simon Sinek talks about your why. Mm. Um, and, and I, you know, some of, some of the things he says is that like, well, we might not all have a why, but you need that clarity in your business. You need that mm. clear vision. It has to be crystal clear because you know what? Along the way, people are going to move you from one path to another and, You know, you can't plan for every single thing in life. Let's face it, none of us plan for COVID. And <laughs> we've all, we've all, like, all our plans uh, yeah. all over the place. So you have to be flexible, but have the clear vision written down. Know what it is you're trying to achieve and know why it is that you mm. want to achieve that. Yeah. And the why, if you've just written, because I want to write, earn lots of money, forget it. Forget it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. A, a, a bigger why. A bigger why, and I think I believe it's going to be more specific. Go as specific or detailed as uh, you can, right? Because if you like, you want to make money in general, you're not going to make it probably. You need to be more specific, right? 
in detail. So I wanna I wanna make certain amount X by by the end of whatever. Uh, and if you can get more detail in that, uh, that would be even better, right? Well, what I do is I, I visualize what I want and I write it down in the mm. present tense. Mm. So write it down as though you're already doing it. Yeah. it. Explain it and then feel it. Feel it like you've got it there already. Yeah. Really feel it, get the energy because it's the feeling that, that creates the result. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so sorry. I was going to say, when you're coming from a place of joy and you're feeling good, then you're going to attract the good yeah, thing. Exactly. But if you're super stressed and you're working, well, I don't know how to get to the next step, and you're worrying and you're over anxious and you're overthinking, then then it's going to become much more difficult. Yeah. So have the, have the clear vision, write it down in the present tense, and feel it, and and look at it every day. You know, read mm. it and look at it every day, and then just take one step at a time. Exactly. So it's 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 important visualization because you mentioned if you can't reach a certain point when you do your vision and it's in your head and you keep repeating it in your in your head you will someday uh, when you plan it you mentioned writing it down for example one day you will you can jump and go beyond it right for example yeah or whatever it is that you want to do. So yeah, it's very important visions because nowadays some people always mention like I know what I want, which is in general ideas. I know, I know, but actually, it, when it's not written down, for example, it's not going to be if if it's not on paper, it's not going to stick in in reality. And and I honestly believe it actually can you know pen and paper and writing it down. There's something about the action of writing it down that that that, that frames it in here. Um, and, and honestly, I've gone back through my goals of, of the past, you know, five, ten years since I've, I've been into writing down what it is I want. I'm like, wow, I've done that. Great. <laughs> and, and you know what? There is something that we tend to do as 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 as, um, as, as humans. We tend to over exaggerate what we can achieve in one year. Mm. And under under uh, play, what we can achieve in ten years, yeah, exactly. Uh, and that's a t- Tony Robbins expression. <laughs> I think, yeah. um, but it's amazing if you go back to the last ten years and really think about all the things you've achieved, you'll be like, "Wow, that's amazing!" But yet, mm. when we come to the beginning of the year and we think, "What am I? What do I want to achieve this year?" We write everything down and. And then we get stressed because we haven't done it all. Mm. So, you know, be be very realistic as well with your goals. I mean, I sometimes don't like the word, word goals. I think I think it's been over overwritten. And look, goals, goals can be something we're constantly chasing. I'd rather say standards, set your standards. Mm. Yeah, I love that. Uh, this is why I have my slogan on the website, raise your standards. I love it. Yeah, because it's so much more about the standard than the goal. The goal is something that you may never achieve. The goal is you constantly chase it and once you get there, you may not be fulfilled. There's always another goal. But if you have a standard that you know, it's like me. I have I have a physical standard for my, my body. I know every day I want to trade. I know I've got a, a standard for what I put in my body. 
I have a standard for how I want my home to look. I have a standard for my my financial situation. I have a standard for for a lot for everything in my life, you know. And it's it's important important to have standards. And everyone's standard is different. Your standard may be different to my standard, but and usually those standards come from our values. What's mm. important to us. So, for example. I, I, I've never, unfortunately, I've never had that urge to have children and be married. So that's not one of my standards. But it may be for another woman. That might be a standard that she wants. So we all have different standards. Yeah. So it's important to understand what what is important. Yeah, we go we go here back to the to the why that you mentioned actually, right? Yeah. Right, <laughs> and, and knowing, and I think this is important because we can also say we can take this back to to the parents. You know, you you asked me about the beginning, the beginning of my journey. I told you a little bit about my childhood, but I think too many of us are living the life of our parents that our parents wanted us to have, or living the life that we think society tells us we should have. How many of us are actually living the life we were born to have? Yeah. If you think about that, we've got one chance of it. Yeah, we 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 are we are going to yeah. Everybody should do whatever they want. You want to start a business, do 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 that because, like you mentioned, we are going to live once and we are eventually going to not be here anymore. So yeah, well, it, you know, it's it's about taking risks in life, but it's about taking the right risks, about taking calculated risks. So. You know, I, I told you my story about leaving work. Now, I had a finance, I had some finances behind me. So I didn't just leave work without any money. You know, I had savings. I've mm. now, I've now got a property portfolio as well. So financial independence is very important to me. That's one of my values. Might not be a value to everyone else, but it, but it's important to me. So you just got to figure out what, again, what are your standards to live? You know, my standards to live, uh, I like to live in a nice location in London. You know, I, I live in London, but there are different areas of London. I personally like to live in a, in a, I'd rather live in a smaller place, but in a nice location than the big place and the worst location. So we've all got our different standards, our different things in life that we value. So identify your values first. Exactly. Well, That's yeah. what counts. Identify your values first. What would you say? Uh, one takeaway from this episode. I think if if someone was watching this and they were thinking about, let's say they were in corporate life and they were thinking of maybe leaving to become an entrepreneur, really ask yourself why, what it is that you want from your life. Taking away your preconceived ideas, taking away your the voice of your parents, taking away the voice of society, taking away what social media actually tells you what is it that you actually want why is it you want to be an entrepreneur and, and really think about that why and when you get clear about that why write it down and I think that if you really understand that because it's not an easy ride you're saying we both know it's not an easy ride don't go mm-hmm. into it an easy ride so you have to have clarity you have to have determination and you have to have strength in knowing that your why is strong mm, enough exactly. that you're going to be able to put up with any challenge that mm. comes your way 
this is this is how uh, it would your business or whatever someone's doing it would be successful by confronting the obstacles and overcome them because like we mentioned earlier if, if you if you are neck down and you're stay down yeah you nobody will reach anywhere you'll see where you are yeah i mean look there's a great expression i think it's an expression from the buddha pain is inevitable but suffer, suffering is a choice yeah right exactly, all, yeah. yeah so so I, i would say that you know if you're down like i was in my business um the fashion business i could have chosen no no carry on but i was bringing myself down so much but i didn't i thought you know what i've learned my lesson it's great business experience but now it's time to move on don't stay in the pain the fake of it you know don't mm-hmm. you know be determined but know know it from your heart is this something i really should be pursuing or is this causing me pain mm. you, you 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 should always try to push yourself more and more and more and more so where uh, can people get in touch with you sonia oh saying thank you well i have my own show which is called the sonia morton firth show please go to my youtube give me subscribe like you say more you know it's it's all about the watch time it's all about people looking at, uh, at your shows as well uh and also you can find me on instagram the sonia morton fur show linkedin my name sonia morton fur and facebook the same mm. awesome well, thank you for being today with me on the success secret podcast awesome episode thank you you saying thank you it's been lovely talking to you thank you for listening to this episode of success grid Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you found value in the show, rate and leave a review on iTunes. For more resources, visit successgrid.net. Until next time.